Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. This week, we are talking about dealing with negative food and body talk as you're healing your relationship to food. We are all aware that the holidays are approaching. The holidays bring with them a lot of talk about food, being around food a lot, and it just brings up so much because when you're healing your relationship with food, you're trying to think about food less. You're trying to not obsess about it and feel bad about it. And so when other people around you are, it's annoying, it's hard, it makes it just feel isolating, and you just generally really need some strategies, you need some extra support, and some ideas on how you can approach these situations. So on how you approach them depends on a couple of different things. Think about it like concentric circles. So you have your inner group of people. This might be your close friends, family members. Then you have maybe coworkers, extended family, acquaintances, people that, you know, you could care about talking about this stuff in depth with, and other times you may not. And then there's other people that are even further out from that. So, you know, when I talk about these different strategies, I want you to have an image of this circle in mind and consider your level of trust with someone. Talking about food and body to you and healing your relationship to food is pretty vulnerable when we're in it. It's something that is pretty personal. And so, you know, we think about, is there like a mirror there? You know, is there a level of similarity? You know, if you're sharing with someone something that's pretty vulnerable, is that someone that might be sharing something back with you? It could also be determined by where you are in your healing process and also just how you're feeling in that moment. So oftentimes in the healing process, in the very beginning, it's very triggering. We can feel anger. We can feel frustration. And then as time goes on, we tend to feel more resilient, neutral, and eventually compassionate with other people who are talking about food and diet because once upon a time, we were them. And there's no right or wrong way to approach it. You know, I think it's just all about knowing kind of where you're at, what are the factors. Ultimately, it's not your job to change someone's mind. And when you talk about this stuff, you're welcome to exert influence on people and share your opinions and share your experience. But I just want to relieve you of that burden that just because someone else isn't there yet or they think differently about food it doesn't eliminate what you're doing for yourself. And healing your relationship with food, it can feel lonely. It's countercultural, frankly, (laughs) to other people that don't get this, you know, saying something like food doesn't have moral value. You know, other people don't know what we're talking about. It sounds so different from 
what we're typically sold by diet culture. And so I just want to normalize that for you and to offer you support that just because other people around you aren't getting it or don't understand it doesn't mean that what you're doing is unimportant or, you know, invalid. So a couple different strategies. So let's think about this. Let's think about some possible situations. You might be over at a close friend's house for a Christmas party. And I also want to acknowledge that things might look different this year with social distancing and the coronavirus. So maybe you're not having large gatherings like you were before. So I'll let you use your discretion in these situations. You know, it might be obviously Thanksgiving's coming up. Maybe you have a smaller group, but you still have an aunt that always talks about her latest diet at the table. Maybe it's just your friends talking about the new year approaching and how they want to start a new diet, or they really want to focus on getting healthy and losing weight. Maybe it's friends who are encouraging us to, you know, calories don't count over the holidays and let's eat whatever. And for you, that's not something that you need to be thinking about right now. It can feel triggering. So all of these situations just add up and we're just surrounded by it. And like I said before, you know, you're already thinking about this on your own. So when other people are talking about it, it's just so frustrating and just sounds like so much noise in your head. So when it comes to some different strategies, I'm going to list them first and then talk about them in depth. So the first strategy is you can change the subject. You can ignore them. You can leave the situation. You can express a boundary. You can decide to educate. You can decide to inspire, or you could decide to be honest. And again, whatever method you end up choosing is going to depend on the situation, who that person is, and how you're currently feeling in that actual moment. If you were listening to this episode in real time, we are in the second week of November getting ready to head into the holidays. And one of the things that I wanted to mention is that we are opening up doors to the Realign community. It's my online membership program where I help you heal your relationship with food. And we have a lot of members who have tons of experience with managing these difficult situations with friends and family. A lot of people who get it and who want to support you in this. You can also talk to me about your specific situations and get personalized coaching with that. So if that sounds interesting and helpful to you, I would love to invite you to join as we open up the doors this week. Check out the link in my bio at Align Nutrition on Instagram email me directly at support at alignnutrition.com or check out my website or DM me for more information. I am here for you. If you have any questions about whether it's a good fit or if now is the right time, I'd love to help you. So the first strategy is ignoring them. So sometimes we don't know someone as well, we're rarely around them, or any other reason you feel it's not worth going into. A good way to shut down this type of conversation is to just not respond or engage. In terms of changing the subject for our next strategy, that's something that is pretty easy. You can easily direct someone to, hey, what's going on with your life? What else do you have going on? What's your new job like? How so-and-so, it's pretty easy to just deflect and move on. And most people respond pretty well to that. That's a really, really useful one. The next thing is leaving the situation. So again, 
how you're feeling in a particular moment. Leaving the situation might be leaving the kitchen or going and texting a friend in another room or calling somebody who gets it on the way home from your friend's house. Someone who understands you, someone who understands what you're going through or just that it's hard. So leaving the situation, sometimes just getting out, stepping out. Other times it's leaving, like really leaving. It just depends. The next strategy is to express a boundary. So let me give you some ideas on how that could look. Happy that works for you, but it didn't work for me. I'm working on not thinking about food as good or bad. So it's hard to hear you say that. I'm working on feeling more natural about my body. So it's hard to hear you put your body down. Or I'm working on feeling more neutral about my body. So it's hard to hear you diss your body or talk about so-and-so's body. The next thing you can do is educate. And education is just kind of letting someone in on your experience, something that you've learned. You can be really kind about it. I'll give you some ideas. Educate could sound like, I didn't know this either, but 95% of the time diets don't work. It was my experience. Maybe it's been yours. It might be weird to think of it this way. It was for me at first, but food doesn't have inherent moral value. We aren't bad people if we eat bad foods. Most people are going to welcome this. When you're talking about it in this way, they might even be curious. They might ask you, what are you doing? How did you come to this? Where did you learn more about this? The next step could be inspire. So this kind of goes beyond education where it might be more of an invitation to talk about it with someone. So again, when you think about what level of trust with this person and how you're feeling. So this one might be, you might be using this strategy with someone that you know a little bit better and someone that you really trust. It could sound like, I used to spend so much time trying to eat and look a certain way and all it did was make me feel crazy. I've stopped worrying about it and I feel so much more balanced and healthier. The next one could be, weight loss never worked for me and for most of us, it doesn't. I've opted out of trying to spend so much energy on it. I just want to eat food and live in my body. And the last strategy that we can think about, just it's a little bit more real. It goes beyond education and inspiration. And you can just open up about what you're actually feeling. And maybe it's even venting, but it's venting in a way that you're with someone in it. Because we're coming from this place where it's countercultural. And just like us, like other people didn't choose to feel negative about food. They've heard the same messages that we have. So I think eventually we can develop compassion for other people talking about this. We can have a kinship with them and an understanding. And for you, ultimately, you're choosing a different path, which is really cool. So when you say be honest, it could be something like, gosh, I get so sick of talking about food. I used to think about it all the time, and now I'm trying to spend my time thinking about other things. Can we talk about something else? The next thing you could say is, I'm so sick of us having to feel bad for not having the best, most perfect, or thin bodies. I'm over it. Have you ever thought about it that way? You're just being open. You're being honest. Of all these different strategies, expressing a boundary, changing the subject, leaving the situation, ignoring someone, educating, inspiring, or being honest, which one feels the best for you? Which one feels like you? It's really personal. It depends on where you are again in your journey, how you're feeling in that situation, and who you're with. So some of these strategies might feel more fitting than others. 
Some of them might change as you evolve in your relationship to food. It's nice to be able to put into simple words, I think, what you're dealing with because people in your life ultimately want to support you. So it's up to us to kind of say, hey, here's what I'm experiencing, especially if historically you were also engaged in dieting. That may have been a common topic that you talked about with people because, again, to no fault of your own, you were thinking about food all the time and talking about food all the time and weight all of the time. So now you're changing the course and it's really hard to do, but also really empowering to be the one that's speaking up and saying, hey, I don't like when we talk about this stuff or I don't like when I hear you make comments like that. We need to direct people and guide them for where we're at. And that's just really cool and not easy to do. You may have your own personal way of thinking about these things, but I hope that this gave you some ideas to get started thinking about the holidays coming up, how you might handle situations. I always encourage my community members and my clients to be anticipating these situations. So if they're nervous about a social situation or being around a particular person, let's imagine some of those scenarios. And what are some things that you can say or respond? Think of those in advance so that when it happens, you don't freeze and (laughs) later on you're thinking of all the things you wish you had said or wanted to say. So go ahead and be ready for that. Everyone wants to support you. We're just thinking about food so differently. And, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for being able to navigate these situations and do it. I know it's not easy. And some people won't respond well to us, but I think most people do. And that's all you can do. And so I will talk to you more about this in the future. And again, I hope it was helpful and sending you so much support. And until next week. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.